Pete Buttigieg says the reason the Democrats are failing is because they're too successful. Let that let that sink in for just here, let me let that sink in for just a minute. What's up? This is uh, this is Mark K saves the Republic. And, you know, the reason I'm so bald is because I have so much hair uh, on my that's that's Pete Buttigieg's logic. Yeah, it's true. And he told um, if CBS is George Stephanopoulos on this week. He said the uh, the Democrats are actually having a difficult time campaigning because they've been too successful. This is from this is from the Daily Caller. Remember, we have our challenges right now, but when the president took office, we were facing an economy that was at risk of going into freefall. The American Rescue Plan stopped that, and it went directly into easing the burden for Americans. Uh, I do think we run the risk because there have been so many accomplishments. The CHIPS Act, which is bringing manufacturing back to the United States, only not really. The PACT Act, getting veterans the benefits they deserve, only not really. The infrastructure bill, which isn't really doing anything for infrastructure. The Inflation Reduction Act, which does all this stuff. He goes, in some ways, having achieved so much legislatively makes it hard to talk about it all at once because there are just so many accomplishments. That is really, I'm going to be honest with you, I know that uh, I don't know who came up with that spin. I don't know if Buddha Judge came up with that on his own. I don't know if if his husband maybe like uh, gave him that little tidbit. But it's really that's really genius spin, and I'm going to start using that as well. I mean, next time our boss calls us in and says, "Hey, why are these ratings so low?" I'm going to say, "You know why? It's because too many people are listening to the show." <laughs> why? Why are we making any money? Oh, it's because too many people want to advertise. That's exact. That's the whole. That's the whole problem we have. What, what, what I'm telling you, you know, it's logic like this and it's thinking like this and it's these kinds of ridiculous statements because people understand what he's saying. You know, people aren't stupid. We're not idiots. We get what you're saying. We get what you're saying. You are saying, hey, look, we uh, have nothing. We have no chance at, in a we, we don't have a snowball's chance in hell of winning back the House of Representatives. And right now, the Senate's even a toss up, which is troubling for Democrats, because sure, I'll admit it in the summer. Joe Biden was touting his accomplishments at the abortion. This is the other thing, too. When you put all your eggs in the abortion basket, that's probably that's probably probably not. I shouldn't say eggs and abortion. Uh, well, anyway, when you put all your weight or clout or your hopes and dreams behind the abortion uh, issue or really the leak that the Supreme Court had, um, which we still don't know the still haven't gotten to the bottom two, or at least it hasn't been publicized. Uh, bottom of but if, when you look at that when you say okay here's what we're going to do we're going to look at the uh, we're going to look at the inflation reduction act which does absolutely nothing to reduce inflation we're going to look at build back better which doesn't really build anything and if it does it's not back and it's not better and then we're going to use abortion and we're going to ignore the big issues we're going to ignore crime which is just everywhere and running rampant and scaring americans and making people unsafe and making people move away from their homes, not just regular people like you and me, but big famous people like Marky Mark Wahlberg, or I guess he just goes, <laughs> he goes by Mark Wahlberg now, but Mark Wahlberg is moving to Nevada from LA. He's like, look, I got kids. I got a wife. I have all this stuff going on. I don't want to get killed. I don't want them to get killed. Uh, you know, taxes are too high. Crime is running rampant. It's not the nicest place to live anymore. So I'm going to move. Now, keep in mind when when I move with my family, that's like four people moving, right? We moved to Florida. There's four of us. We bought a house. We sold a house. Not no biggie, no big problem when it comes to the economy. You know, the, we left uh, Maryland. And when we left Maryland, we didn't take a massive amount of money out of their economy. They were like, see you, bye. And now we're here in Florida and everything's hunky dory. But 
when Mark Wahlberg leaves California, he doesn't just pack up his kids and his wife and his, you know, and his old and his uh, his brothers and his Wahlburgers or whatever he has and move to Nevada. He takes with him his entire film and television production studio, which he is going to now rebuild in Nevada. He's not just leaving LA and he's going to commute back and forth. He's like, screw this. I'm rich. I'm famous. I'm powerful. I got projects in the works. I'm going to the desert where it's safer, where there's no crime, where I'm sure there's better taxes. I'm sure you get tax breaks. And I'm just going to rebuild a brand new studio there. And in addition to that, he has, I don't know if you know this, a, uh, he has this like, it's not tactical. It's like, um, hold on. I want to make sure I get it right. It's called, uh, and apparel. He has an apparel company, a clothing and apparel company. It's called Municipal. Municipal, the most comfortable, versatile, and stylish, athletic, and casual apparel that everyone needs. Now, again, that's not an endorsement. I'm just reading. I'm literally just reading right off, right off of the uh, website. But Municipal sells. I mean, it's a huge. It's a huge line. They've got all these performance hoodies. They've got shirts, a lot of workout gear, sweat gear. You've probably no doubt seen people wearing Municipal clothing. It's huge, and he's taking the factory with him. He's like, nobody is staying in LA, which means Marky Mark is moving to Nevada. His production company, film production company is moving to Nevada. His apparel company is moving to Nevada and the hundreds or even thousands of people who work for him, their families, their relatives, their support staff, guess where they're going? They're all going to Nevada. They're out because crime is that big an issue? Crime is horrible in LA. Crime is terrible in California. And he's not the only one. You see it all over the place. Celebrities are flocking. Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas fame, uh, fame she just put up her LA mansion for sale, 4.2 million. I don't know if, I don't know if 4.2 is considered a mansion anymore, but she's getting out of Dodge. There's all kinds of celebrities who have went to California during the gold rush. They made their fame. They made their fortune. And now they're scared they're going to die or get carjacked or someone's going to show up and invade their homes as is happening. I mean, that is happening. That's a fact of life. It's not just the bad parts of L.A. anymore. It's Beverly Hills and Bel Air. The criminals are on Rodeo Drive stalking people, following people in their Porsches and their Bentleys and their Mercedes Benzes, getting out and jacking them in mid in, in broad daylight. And nobody's stopping them. No one's catching them. No one's prosecuting them. It is a free-for-all of crime in places like California. That's why you have this boom. That's why in Florida, we have so many companies and corporations moving here. Tennessee, you're starting to see, uh, you know, all of these major corporations and companies moving to places like Tennessee, Oklahoma, Texas. Joe Rogan, famous podcaster, he also left California and he did it. He took his 125 million or whatever that he made from Spotify. He left California. He went to Texas, Austin, and he did the same thing that Marky Mark's doing. He built a studio, state of the art, which people in Texas built. The money went into the, to the uh, Texas economy. He's in the Austin area. Austin benefited from that. And then since he's also a comedian and a comedy lover, he, start, he built a comedy club. And he said, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a comedy club, a state-of-the-art studio, and all these guests that are talking to him, he's flying them in, man. He's flying them in. They're staying at hotels in Texas, not California. The airlines are in Texas, not California. The Ubers are in Texas, not California. All that money's going to Texas. And, and you know what else happens? These celebrities that he's flying in to interview in his state-of-the-art studio in Texas are looking to go around going, wow, you know what? Texas is really cool. 
It's kind of like California, only without all the death. It's kind of like California, except without all the shooting and the and the armed robbery and the beating up of old people and the, and the defecation on the streets. Other than that, you know, it's a lot. It's just like California. Maybe I'll move here too. That's how these things happen. It's a domino effect. And California, their number one industry is the entertainment industry, tourism and the entertainment industry. And if those two, th- if the entertainment industry starts to move away, which it appears to already be doing slowly, but surely if people realize, Hey, you know what? I can just build my own. I can just build my own studio anywhere. I mean, hell, Mr. Beast is in North Carolina and he has four huge warehouse studios. He's creating a, a multi-billion dollar empire almost in North Carolina. He never left. You don't have to go anywhere else now. You can live and work in the same location. And if you make enough money, you can make it your own. You can live and thrive and survive. And you don't need California anymore. And California is soon going to realize they're losing people. But by the, by, the, by the thousands, they're losing revenue by the millions. And that's going to be a big problem. And it's the Democrats' fault because the Democrats are ignoring crime. They think abortion's the big deal. They think abortion is what's going to win elections. And, and again, that's what it's all about. When you look at, and this is very different because when you look at an election, the Republicans, like I said, they're ahead. They're ahead in the House of Representatives. They're going to take that, no problem. I believe they're going to win the Senate. I believe the Senate will be red as well because people can't trust these Democrats anymore. And the reason is because when it, it's time for an election, the Republicans look at the actual issues. They say, what's the problem? First of all, inflation. Holy shnikes, that's a horrible problem. What is going on? How did inflation get so out of control? Yeah, sure, there was a COVID pandemic, but these Democrats kept us locked down. These Democrats kept our businesses shuttered. These Democrats kept us from doing anything at all positive, anything at all to uh, you know maintain our, our livelihoods. The Democrats were the ones that said, we don't care, just shut down your business. We'll send you money, just don't go to work. That's not good for an economy and that's not good for inflation. And then after they were done, they, after they slowly, slowly opened it up, uh, they did all these other disastrous things like export our oil industry and make it more difficult and try to sell the Green New Deal to people who just don't care. People who are like, no, I have a car. It runs on gas. Pardon me. It's perfectly normal. And me driving to work every day in my gas, in my fossil fuel burning vehicle is not going to kill anybody in Antarctica. It's not going to make hurricanes stronger. It's not going to make, it's not going to destroy the planet, especially when you got people in India and China and Russia and Saudi Arabia who are digging oil, burning fuel, don't, without a care in the world, um, you know, it's all, it's all pointless. So that's what the Republicans do. They look at inflation, they look at gas prices, and they say, these are the big issues. And then crime, oil, inflation, crime. Let's look at that. That's what we should, we need to fix that. And that resonates with voters. They're like, hell yeah. Inflation's a big problem. Hell yeah, gas prices are horrible. Hell yeah, crime. I hate crime. I don't want to be dead from a criminal attack. That's what's important to people. That's why Republicans are gaining the edge. The Democrats do something totally different. They look at it and they go, okay, it's election time. We have nothing actually concrete to run on. So what do we do? I know. Let's pretend that Republicans are trying to control women through abortion. That's good. And we'll leak out this whole thing from the Supreme Court and their Supreme Court decision. Yeah, the Dobbs decision. Great. Let's leak that out early so that people will get all frustrated and say Republicans hate women and Republicans hate a woman's right to choose. And then and then we'll win the election. And and that's what they do. 
they they run on two things that people don't care about infrastructure which nobody trusts joe biden to get done anyway and abortion which is a very minor concern to the majority of people most people actually and this will be shocking because you don't hear this on the news you don't see it on the memes but the majority of people actually think abortion is not that great a thing most people consider abortion to be killing an unborn child some people believe okay fine there are times when it's okay the rape the incest the common two variables which are very you know rare uh and then also you know there's people that say look if it's going to ruin your life if you're not ready i'd rather you get an abortion than than you know go through with it and neglect the child or the child ends up in foster care i mean look there's other ways that people rationalize these things but for the majority of americans the amount of time they spend every single day thinking about abortion is zero seconds zero seconds i only think about abortion every day because well i do what i do but if i didn't do this if i worked at like a grocery store or if i were an accountant or something or i don't know what's another job i could have worked construction you know maybe i drove around um, drove a truck around all day delivering amazon packages uh maybe i did something like that i'm pretty sure i would think about abortion zero times a day at, at most ama- average americans think about it zero times a day gas prices and inflation totally different you may you may get gas every day depending on what you do i get gas two three times a week not just for me for my wife my son gets gas i tell my son he's got a car i say hey look i'll pay for your gas because he drives his sister around uh back and forth to school and whatnot so i go look you're you're doing me a solid i'll pay for your gas go get it tell me how much it is he comes back he's like it's 65 bucks and i'm like what (laughs) what that's that's crazy these are things that affect people Republicans are running on platforms saying, we know what's negative in your life. We know what's bad in your life. We have a plan to fix it. Democrats say, look, we don't think what's actually bad in your life is bad in your life. We think we've been really successful. We think we've been really successful. Pete Buttigieg is out there saying, we are so successful in all of these things, but you're not voting for us for some reason. So you know what we need to do? Talk about abortion and how the Republicans don't want women to be able to get abortions, which nobody really even cares about. Um, so that's why that's how come we, we are where we are now. And it's going to be very interesting. But the Democrats, uh, according to Pete Buttigieg, are so successful that they're going to lose the election in 2022 in November. And I'm going to be honest with you. OK, what, as long as you lose, you can you can rationalize it any way you want. As long as you lose. You can, you can run around going, man, I'm just too successful. You know, that's like the people that get fired from their jobs and they go, oh, I just worked too damn hard. I was just too smart. You know what? I was too good. People were jealous of me. That's what it was. I was just, I made so much money. I was so successful at my job. People were just jealous of me. And, uh, and so that's why I, that's why I got fired. Uh, anyway, that's, that, that's, that's a very, that's the most interesting spin I've ever heard. Uh, in the meantime, listen, we're going to have a great show today. And then if you haven't yet joined our Catriot locals group, you got to do it today. Today, after the show at three o'clock, we have a uh, post show live, which is not on the air. It's not on any other streaming service. It's only on our locals. It's me. It's Hannah. It's you. We answer your questions. We talk about stuff you've never heard us talk about you know, the secret stories, things like that, things we don't want other people to know about, only our trusted little group. And it's fantastic and it's so much fun. It's about 30, 40 minutes or so. And we do it right after the program, three o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Central. You do the math if you live somewhere else. Uh, but basically what happens is uh, you uh, you have to be a member of our locals community. So go right now to Mark K, 
markaye.locals.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.locals.com and join. Because uh, like I said, it's not only do you get the great content today at three, but every single day I post these podcasts there. We post other videos there. We have other things that go on on Locals. People are communicating and talking back and forth. It's really great. And we have some big plans for some other stuff uh, that we're going to be doing in the future. So be sure to join us there, markk.locals.com. It's another great place where we can go and not be censored and enjoy free speech and communicate with each other and work together to save the republic.